Hello everyone, welcome to the Tech Geek Podcast. I'm your host Sukriti Adhwanshi, and today I'm here with an interesting conversation on hybrid work model, things cloud practitioners should know. The several past months have been the acceleration of cloud, multi-cloud implementations. In addition to using private clouds, employees working remotely are also accessing applications from public clouds and consuming services delivered from the cloud. Hybrid clouds and distributed computing will be standard for the foreseeable future. In such scenarios, a new model is required to securely enable an increasingly remote workforce, one that delivers consistent security and an optimal experience regardless of where users are located or which applications they access. To talk about all the various devices that will come into play, how many people we need to secure in the cloud, and how to align networking security to emerging businesses and employee needs, today I'll be chatting with Josefa Motivala, Director of Systems Engineering India and SARC, Palo Alto Networks. Josefa is responsible for spearheading technical sales engagement from strategy to execution for customers and partners. Welcome to the show, Josefa. Hey, thanks, Sukriti. Excited to be here and discuss the all-important topic of uh, hybrid work from home and, and how do we take it uh, to the next level, applying the right set of cybersecurity to it. So thank you for having me. Thank you for being a part of the show, Zefa. I'm looking forward to some great insights uh, for our cloud practitioners on the hybrid work model here. So let's just quickly get on to the questions. How have hybrid workforces become the new normal, Josefa? Yeah, I think that's, that's an interesting place to start. Uh, and, and let's take a step back, right? What, what uh, essentially happened, uh, you know, not close to one and a half years back is when the pandemic hit, uh, you know, there was this sudden urge for companies to, to kind of get into this hybrid work model. And, and the whole uh, digital disruption or digital business transformation journey started. But I want to take a step back and say, you know, how did it accelerate it, right? You know, the reason it did is because there were some very, very key technologies which existed around around that time, which kind of helped the whole journey. And I, I won't be wrong in saying that it created some game-changing opportunities even in those moments of crisis. And I'm, I'm really talking about three things here, right? So the one is, uh, you know, expanded connectivity. More and more people were online and mobility was all up there, right? So the connectivity factor was, was like there. Number two, the cloud capability, right? Uh, it, it, the, the cloud was there, the, the cloud economics, the cloud agility, the promise of uh, delivering, uh, you know, things instantaneously and on the go, which, which was enabling organization to be far more flexible and move faster to operate and innovate at scale, right? So that 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 underlying uh, platform was there to be leveraged. And finally, uh, AI and ML, right? It was there and it leveraged the masses of data which you were, you know, ever collecting and delivering some very very critical business insight that help enterprise make some very very uh, huge leaps in decision making. So what we saw essentially is enterprises leveraging these technologies around the world, right, and ensured that business continuity happened uh, and and more so uh, ensured that remote productivity continued when you know people went and approached or adapted to this new model uh, from anywhere and everywhere and they uh, started reimagining the most effective and safe way to engage the customer in a contactless world right uh, to an extent uh, specifically in, in in the area of healthcare and education it kind of reinvented the whole sector uh, and ensured an equitable access, uh, you know, it just jump-started, kick-started the entire telehealth and remote learning aspect. Uh, so, you know, some very, very exciting thing uh, which followed and that's how it has become the norm. And, 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 and to an extent, 
uh, I don't have to go very far and give an example. We at Palo Alto Networks are, are one of the biggest examples of that, right? When when the pandemic hit, uh, we leverage these technologies. We leverage uh, not only that, but to overcome some of the uh, secured access perspective, we leverage our own uh, solutions, the service access, uh, secure access service edge, and delivered and and now have the option to an extent after one and a half years, it becomes so normal that we have left the choice as part of our test work. We've left the choice and taken the choice away from, from the employer to an employee in terms of how he wants to engage in this new world and drive productivity you know, in a hybrid manner, be it in the office or we work from home, the choice is completely us. So, so you know, that essentially in a nutshell for me is how the new normal is. Right, Zepa, and uh, you know, I completely agree that we have so many uh, uh, technologies have erupted in the past couple of years. Uh, I'm sure that, uh, you know, the tech experts were working on it, but uh, that uh, push that the pandemic has given to the technological development all around the world is, is phenomenal altogether. Moving on to the next one, Zepa, why is there an urgent need for a new model to securely enable today's increasing remote workforce? Yeah, that's interesting. And, uh, and when we look at the change and, and carrying on from, from our last of the first question, right? Uh, when we when we look at the landscape, what happened? What happened essentially is all these users and data and, and devices which were confined to this uh, old architecture of being this, you know, behind a secure data center, uh, everything being accessed via that uh, completely disrupted. And how? Two major things. One is this end devices, the user, uh, and the way it collaborated using applications on the endpoint, could be managed and managed, ripped out, out of that confined of the data center to the homes, to remote offices, to remote places. And at the same time, they, they ended up accessing applications which were not restricted to the data center, but all over. And we talked about cloud, uh, we talked about you know, SaaS as, as, as an application, sanction, unsanctioned. So essentially, the entire landscape got got completely ripped apart. And what we ended up having is those crown jewels of the organization, right? The critical data that we talk about, the critical applications, the devices uh, were all over the place. And and the protect surface, which we call in our, our language, you know, which you need to protect the crown jewels, were all over the place. And you needed some really, really redefining, new way of kind of addressing and securing them. Uh, but you know, if you look at any statistics, what it says that a lot of these strategic data of the organization started living at the endpoint, right? In the new scheme of things. Uh, to an extent, they almost saw 3x increase in the number of endpoints. Uh, or that's being the envisage uh, 2023. Uh, what also happened was while we talk about how these devices and users proliferated across you know across remote locations and hybrid locations the applications that are being accessed and started moving into the cloud also started happening in a very very ad hoc accelerated way uh, keeping security at a at a backseat right so that struggle to deliver consistent security across your existing data centers and the cloud somewhere took the backseat so what happened essentially is out of these, because of the data being all pervasive, because of you know security being thought on as afterthought, uh, there was a spate of increase in the attack. The adversaries out there took note of these 
and you know you look at any statistics and and one statistics goes by that there is almost a 300% rise in 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 ransomware attack for example right hence this warranted a completely completely different approach a very very different approach uh, in which to ensure that in this new model uh, how do you go about securing things and it has to be more bolt on not an afterthought and we at palo alto network you know sat look back and said you know let's let's simplify this uh in terms of goals and and let's simplify the goal by saying that all users irrespective of which devices they access uh which application they reach to using whatever network home office remote branch uh accessing whatever data let's try and secure all that irrespective of the location and deliver that consistent uh secure productivity collaboration that an organization needs so that essentially has warranted to relook and and, and relook security in a new way yes sir and i think um, that is you know is one of the biggest concerns for all the businesses running uh, in this time because uh, we look at secured workforce as well as secured businesses so i think that's a very important element to address and is a concern for all of us looking at the kind of uh, cyber attacks that we've witnessed uh, at least uh, in the last couple of months right so uh, moving on to the next one what is the significance of uh, saas in aligning networking and security to emerging businesses and employee needs yeah that's interesting and saas is is something which is which is what the future is and and when you look at secure access research it started a few years back nobody would have thought that it would take a center stage today and let's take a step back and and, and kind of uh, deconstruct saas right uh, i i talked about Uh, in the earlier question that right, the the way the entire infra landscape has kind of becoming uh become all pervasive right with devices being accessed uh, from your home from your official devices from your mobile phones uh using whatever networks they say right the remote network or a secure network or a or through a vpn and accessing applications uh, in the cloud or data center now what has happened is that each of these entities uh has become a sort of as i said uh, the crown jewels on which the adversaries are going and your protect services which become user your devices they need to be protected and they need to be protected at that edge right where that in the connectivity starts so sase is something which is exactly what it delivers it's a convergence of your wan the wide area network and your network security right services like you know, you know the cloud access service broker your firewall zero trust all being delivered via cloud so it's a it's a software defined cloud delivered network as well as security converging and and delivering uh, as a service uh, and and it's all based upon the identity of that entity and this is an interesting thing because entity here could be uh, the user who's there at the end or the devices that he is using right or it could be a group of people or entity could be an application which these guys are accessing over what it started doing is it started giving real time context to these to entities right that hey this is who's who's part of the sales group trying to access uh, let's say a sales force crm right so context was right i'm in sales i need to access the crm right imagine uh, a contractor or somebody who's from the hr trying to access the the pipeline on the sales immediately the context was not match 
and it used to stop there and then and you know so so that's the advantage which started uh, coming in with uh, sase you know you kind of got your protection going right till the edge and uh, it started delivering in several ways flexibility is one right with cloud based etc you can implement and deliver all of these uh, over the web over the cloud irrespective of where the location is right a b instead of buying multiple point products you know utilizing multiple hardware boxes and and delivering all of these it starts utilizing a single platform right which dramatically reduces the cost uh, complexity itself and uh, end of the day I mean, that's what the buzzword is but it started delivering that true zero trust approach to the cloud you know removing that trust, trust assumptions between users the devices the applications that they connect to so that's what the sasi ended up ends up doing all of these that's very interesting azefa okay so we we discussed uh, about uh, how things should be uh, you know securely enabled in a remote working environment let's talk about what should cloud uh, practitioners be aware of while considering hybrid work models what are the tips that you would suggest them yeah that's i feel that's a that's the most important question in everybody's mind right now because as as we get into this transformation as businesses get into this transformation there's a huge responsibility on the custodians of the it you know the the ceos of the world and the it ops to deliver that transformation in a very consistent and secure way now let's take a step back and ask ourselves right what is that top 3 4 questions that any cyber security practitioner or ceo or and team uh or including the cio needs to answer to an organization when you talk about security right number one do i have the enough visibility of my environment where are my as i said my crown jewels my most important data my devices my applications do i have a visibility to that number two question am i being attacked right now right and then you've seen enough examples of recent times in public supply chain attacks and stuff people were unaware correct so the second important question is am i being attacked and the third thing as a follow up is how fast can i respond right and do i have the tools and mechanism to respond and ensure that that, that bleeding is stopped and then you cover all of these with some sort of governance which which your soc delivers right now when you take these three principles security and when you apply to this change hybrid work model landscape uh, in terms of remote work in terms of the cloud you are now suddenly talking about people taking different tools different solutions to address to multiple different use cases right hey i am a end user i need to access my data center right using my office device oh okay let's let's take a vpn let's do that so that's one solution number one hey now i need my mobile and i need to access that saas application because i am in, in sales i need to access the ccrm oh for doing that let's have another second solution to take place in that hey and by the way those two solutions don't talk to each other so what ended up happening was a plethora of complexity around hundreds of tools being used just to deliver this whole outcome as i said of uh, securing the entire landscape and uh, you know you, you name it skill you know manpower resources the skilled manpower resources were not available to manage but most importantly the dreaded of all is the number of alerts that started generating with this multiple so it was like a barrage of alerts on a daily basis tens and thousands of alerts being generated across all of these different tools and devices how in the hell do you know make sense of all of these so 
in a nutshell, uh, where we are coming to is in order to kind of take control of this, cloud practitioners should look at a platform approach. And there are three things which a platform approach helps a cybersecurity platform helps you achieve. One, that platform is a very, very comprehensive and integrated, which means all of these use cases are being addressed by, by a platform with best of breed solution being delivered by that platform, some, something like Palo Alto Networks has, and it is integrated among each other, right? So the customer doesn't have to worry that, hey, I take A solution for one use case, B for another, and they don't talk to each other. Both the uses, all the use cases covered, all the use cases talking to each other, integrated and comprehensive, number one. Number two needs to be very, very automated. Automation is the key here, why? Because we talked about the adversaries, right? Almost 300 percent guys uh, I mentioned, and they are not by some college-going hacker. They are state-sponsored. They are very, very uh, smart, um, deep-pocketed criminals out there who are going after this in a very, very automated manner, using all kind of sophisticated AI ML techniques. So your your response, your approach should also be automated. It should be completely AI. The playbook driven in terms of both detention and response. And lastly, along with integrated and automated, the most crucial element is needs to be simplified. Has to be very, very simple to adapt, approach, auto, you know, operate uh, right from the time you procure to the time you implement a solution. A platform should be able to give you in a very, very simplistic terms or very, very user-friendly terms, uh, give you all the right reports, cadence, uh, and stuff like that. So a comprehensive uh, integrated platform, an automated platform, a very simple to use platform is, is, is the order of the day, I would say. Uh, and the only reason you have to do this is again, one final statement from me is you need to turn around your security from being reactive to being proactive. That's what it is. Great. Thank you for those uh, advices, uh, Sefa. Moving on to the last question, what are the you know, future aspects? What does the future of the hybrid work model look like? Yeah, I, I, from from our level, we see two, three things that I would want to, to uh, get the audience uh, attention to. Number one, obviously, we, we're not seeing any slowdown as such on the digital transformation journey on the move to cloud. However, uh, what we are seeing accelerated is irrespective of whether you are taking uh, a cloud native approach or you are developing applications on cloud or just lifting stock stock and barrel there is a huge and tremendous surge in in securing or getting the cyber security integrated in a shift left approach what i mean to say is while these applications are being developed written around uh, using your IDs and, and using your languages, there in there itself, uh, you know, cybersecurity gets bolted on, goes to the vulnerability check, checks all the wrong things, right things, and while that that code gets into the CI/CD pipeline and ultimately lands up in your production, you are not kind of doing security as an afterthought and and getting into that vicious cycle. It's it's already taken considered off, and and the entire cycle is pretty pretty fast. So number one. Uh, shift left integration or, or or should I say DevSecOps rather than DevOps is, is, is one thing which uh, we see in the, in the future of uh, the hybrid work model number one. Number two, uh, 
uh, I, I spoke about devices, right? When I said, you know, this remote devices manage and manage. However, there's this third area which is developing hugely and, and getting a lot of inroads is IoT. Yeah, internet of thing devices, right? So that devices will no longer be restricted to a, a laptop or any computer. It could be your uh, camera, it could be a printer, which is getting connected on, on the net. And you'll be amazed to see the kind of attacks which we have seen happening on these kind of devices. Very different protocol, very different methodology. So your, uh, your IoT device proliferation and how you manage and protect those is going to be another area which is uh, which is coming up big and then not restricted to one domain i mean healthcare is obviously leading here with all the internet of medical things but even manufacturing for that matter so so that's another area which we see uh, developing uh, and third i would probably say 5g right that's that's that is going to increase the adoption and deliver and the onus will be on telco to kind of deliver a clean pipe to the end user uh you know who's gonna use probably these these network to connect to uh the applications on the cloud so these are the top two three things that i see well those were some mind-blowing insights so if i must say thank you for uh, you know being a part of the show and uh, sharing so many details and information with us pleasure pleasure it was i i, I hope uh, the listeners find this and um, you know implement some of these things and, and have a very very robust secure journey uh, in this entire hybrid cloud absolutely thank you so much audience this brings us to the end of the show thank you for listening this is your host signing off stay tuned for more podcasts on some latest technological innovations with us on TechGig. thank you so much